Welcome back to the ISSA podcast, Trainers Talking Truths. This episode dives into the less fun and frilly parts of fitness. John and I chat with Ricardo Johnson II, who has an extensive background in fitness and training, but he now works in the field of health insurance. And when we say health insurance, we're talking about medical, dental, vision, and emergency care coverage for both the fitness professional and their families. Some employers and gyms in fitness offer health insurance plans. Some will even contribute to the cost for employees. But many jobs in fitness don't have this option, especially if you're working for yourself and you're the boss and have to provide this coverage for yourself. In our conversation, we'll talk about some of the really impactful ways that health insurance benefits you and your family and explore the partnership ISSA has created with Allstate to offer our fitness professionals affordable, flexible, and custom healthcare plans to protect you, your business, and your pocketbook. Happy listening. Welcome to Trainers Talking Truths. This is an ISSA podcast dedicated to exploring the fitness industry and uncovering the whys and hows of personal training. To do that, we'll talk directly to the industry experts and certified trainers. We'll dig into fitness programming, business tactics, nutrition, and more. You'll even hear from current training clients who offer insight from the other side. We've got the fitness industry covered, so turn up the volume and enjoy the drive. Hello, world. Welcome back for another ISSA podcast, Trainers Talking Truths. It's your co-host, Jenny Liebel, here with um my new permanent co-host, John Bauer. How are you, John? Well, that's music to my ears. I love doing this. <laughs> it's so fun to get on, get on here and talk with you. We were having a little fun before we started recording here. Uh, and it's always fun uh, to, to meet brand new people and, and hear from experts that have their hands in somehow, some way in the fitness industry and in this case, can very much help fitness professionals. Yeah, I'm excited to have our guest on today, and we'll introduce him in just a moment. Um, it's going to be a fun conversation. I can already tell based on what we just, before we hit record, we had some some good laughs already. Um, but it's not just going to be about a very important topic for you guys, which is health insurance. Um, and now we're not talking about liability insurance, some of the other things that we've talked about in our previous podcast. We're talking about health insurance. So really important conversation for those of you out there in fitness, um, because we all need this kind of coverage. But I think there's going to be a lot of discussion today about just the fitness industry in general, and how you can, you know, find your niche and and really grow. And there's a lot of opportunities in this field. So with that, I would love to uh, introduce our guest, Mr. Ricardo Johnson, the second welcome. Thank you very much. It is uh, a pleasure to be here. Yes. Now we can talk about your bio and how people can read it, but we want to hear it from you. We'd love to hear a little bit more about your background um, and how'd you get into the fitness industry? So um, I went to school in D.C. Um, and when I was there, Marion Barry was the uh, the mayor of uh, D.C. It was the murder capital of the world. My mom was commissioner of human rights for the state of Minnesota. So uh, Minnesota could not have been any more different uh, than D.C., um, I'd always worked out. And so while my mom was, I was still kind of living with mom uh, post uh, uh, college, um, I got a little uh, health club uh, job cleaning the club at a club in Little Canada, Minnesota called US Women Fitness. Um, the uh, president uh, of that company was Brahma Karate. Um, And as many of you may know, he's the founder of Lifetime Fitness. So uh, Bally's bought. Um, uh, useful fitness. And Brahms suggested that I become a trainer and I start selling inside the club um, and rather than going to law school. And I listened to him. Uh, unfortunately, 
I listened to Brahm at the beginning of my career and then he kept trying to give me advice and I stopped listening. So uh, <laughs> and I have I have all kinds of great and horrible stories about Mr. Karate, but one that is really interesting. We were having uh, lunch at a restaurant called Panino's actually right down the street from Little Canada, um, uh, Yosemite Fitness. And his non-compete for, for uh, Bally's was coming to an end. And I knew of an empty club. He was saying, hey, my, my non-compete is up. I said, there's an empty club in Brooklyn Park, Minnesota. We got in his car. We drove over to Brooklyn Park. We peered into the uh, into the window of this club. He went out to his car, opened up a, um, a briefcase out of his trunk, and pulled up a piece of paper, and it said Lifetime Fitness. Wow. And he said, you know, like time life. And so that was the beginning of Lifetime Fitness. And... You know, what I will say is what was really interesting. We went through the, you know, this guy, Bill Garlic uh, um, and Brahm and myself did the demo inside the club. Brahm literally put all the chips in um, and he was brilliant beyond my capacity at that time in my life to understand. He was a friend. Um, he was this guy that I kind of knew personally and I really didn't understand his acumen. But one of the things that are applicable to um, the listeners today is that he understood that personal training would be the un personal training and excellence would be the undergirding of lifetime fitness. This idea around service, the connectivity that personal training would bring to lifetime. This really was his idea. And there were no personal trainers in the building at that time. So, and the building was a very small building. It certainly is not the 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 massive now, yeah. enterprise that is now, you know, Lifetime Inc. Um, but what he understood was that. And so, you know, I uh, eventually left uh, because I said, um, you know, Jesus couldn't do miracles in Bethlehem, and Brahm couldn't do miracles with Ricardo. I I um I was too hard headed to listen to him, and I started working for a company, Health Fitness Corporation. Um, HFC uh, was, uh, and I, I imagine still is, the largest manager of corporate fitness. Corporate fitness for me then became wellness. Um, wellness then became healthcare. Um, and as I imagine, a lot of the listeners, you know, when I got out of school, you know, I had friends going to law school and I had friends going to get their MBAs or, you know, starting these corporate jobs. And they were like, fitness? You're... What are you doing? You're training people. You're you're teaching cardio boxing classes, you know, and kind of, you know, in this very dismissive way. Um, and what I will say is, you know, I don't know how you know, that those conversations were decades ago. So I don't hear that anymore. And as petty as I am, I've kind of forgotten all the people that <laughs> that were, you know, telling jokes about Ricardo Johnson working in a health club. Um, but what I will say for my personal career, and I'll, I'll, I'll go back to um, this kind of iterative approach from fitness to wellness to healthcare, because it, apl it applies to what's going on kind of globally in healthcare now. Um, it, fitness for me, uh, training, being a training for me was an MBA. Um, imagine, as all of you know, having really one of the most difficult conversations you can have with someone that you really don't even know talking about your fitness goals. And I had conversations with people who were trying to have children and I had conversations with people who were fighting cancer and I had this and, and the, the, the life lessons that I gathered as a trainer, I use every day and my corporate gig um, every day to create the connectivity, to understand how to coach, how to teach, how to support, how to kick butt. 
You know, these are the things that you learn in a real personal, visceral way. Um, being a trainer, I'm super proud that that's where I started. And I'm super excited to be here with you all today. Ricardo, I love that story. Um, knowing that Lifetime is a, a juggernaut in the industry and you saw it when it was just uh, uh, on a piece of paper, that's that's incredible. Also, I noticed the uh, Mandalorian helmet behind you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, Nerds. So that, <laughs> so that took my attention for, for a second. So, so really, really cool, really cool Thank background. Um, and I, I, I got to imagine, you know, being in the in the health and fitness world and being around uh, trainers really did have an influence in in your passion and your path for wanting to help fitness professionals with their with their healthcare needs. So, can you can you kind of describe how your experience in the fitness field kind of fueled this passion for you? Two things. Um, the first thing is, is that I'm an entrepreneur. That kind of entrepreneurial spirit was born being a trainer. Um, the thing that I would say to people uh, when I started is that they worked in the zoo and I worked in the wild. Um, and yes, you know, the zoo feeds you breakfast and it feeds you lunch and it feeds you dinner. And you don't have to worry about where you sleep. That cage closes until the zoo closes. Now, once the zoo closes, and you got to come out where I am every day in the jungle, I feel sorry for you. So if you get laid off or you get, you know, these kind of things. So these types of challenges in corporate America, which is where I work every day. I'm, I, I, I say I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm not a zoo animal, but I work in zoos every day. I'm kind of an exotic attraction. Um, but the idea around the, these trainers what I wanted them to be able to be able to do is to have a nimble capacity to stay in business. And the mitigation of risk for any business, but particularly for trainers, is important. And it is one of these things, you know, I was at the club this morning. I, you know, you begin to have this sense of in, invincibility, and we're just not. We, we're human, we're mortal. And so what I would say to them for their business in all ways that they can, um, you, you, I, I can't predict what the ceiling is going to be ever, but we really can talk about the stabilization of the floor. How bad can it get? And when you think about now, when I saw so when we began putting together this program, when my company began working with Allstate, that is a, a, an organization filled with the entrepreneurial spirit an organization filled with entrepreneurs, what one of the first places I wanted to do was come home, which is to work with ISSA and the trainers, the thousands of trainers that monthly come through the program. I wanted to be able to say, listen, you want to be able to mitigate exposure. And when you take into consideration how inexpensive, at least relative to the impact that having health insurance is, given that if you're not training, you're not working, it is one of these things that it just may, it's a no brainer, but it is something that you have to be aware of. And so I was excited to meet with the ISSA team. Um, I was really excited to kind of get understanding kind of what the coaching was. And when, when I hear how you all are training and preparing um, your students to come into this, into this, into this jungle that I was referencing, we believe that it was a really great partnership. Um, and so as we talk about putting together these programs, what is exciting about the Allstate uh, um, uh, relationship 
is that ISSA students and graduates and their families can get on the phone and start talking about programming. And what the same kind of thing that these trainers would experience when they have, I am a 57-year-old um, African-American. I'm from Chicago, but I live in University Park, Texas. You could take my my DNA, you know, kind of my 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 age, my race, my this, my that, and the Ricardo that lives in University Park is able to do things that the Ricardo who lived in Minnesota can't do. I can't walk all the time. I can't do these other kind of things. So your ability as a trainer to recognize that, well, I have to give Ricardo some other suggestions um, that you know here than I would give there. It's the same type of thing when you're trying to put together a benefit package. If you have a young family. Um, if you have some pre-existing condition, if you have some you're something that you're concerned about that is in your family, being able to plan for that early on creates a sense. It, it's one of these things where, you know, when I was younger, I didn't wear a seatbelt. And then one of my friends, you know, had died um on on the thing. I'm sorry. And what happened was we began to, as a community, we recognize how important it was to wear the seatbelt. We see these things happening and, and not understanding how to manage against them. Um, what I don't want for the trainers is to have a situation where something bad happens. And had they had insurance, they would have stayed in business. But because they didn't have insurance, it wasn't because they couldn't find trainers or, or clients it wasn't because they didn't love what they were doing. There are all these kind of things. And then, so you have that, you, you didn't prepare. And if you'd spent, you know, some significant, and you have to look at it as a business expense. So some small single digit percentage of revenue win mitigates the, uh, the impact. That's one. The other side of it is, even when I was doing very well as an entrepreneur, my wife had to take, when I was married, had to take job she hated because one of us had to have insurance and the being able just going to the exchange and I mean there wasn't an exchange it wasn't Obamacare at the time there wasn't a governmental exchange but going out and trying to find it was just ridiculously expensive so now what the this program does is that you can get on the phone and the 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 ISS team actually helped cultivate a bespoke solution for for uh, the ISA students and graduates and their families that are targeted specifically for the demographics that are inside your population. That so there there isn't this. Hey, let me tell you all the things about me. Now, granted, there there are going to be these variations, but in the macro, when that person picks up the phone, it is a dedicated eight hundred number. It is a dedicated team that is calling that is answering the phone, and what it does is it gives consultative services to uh, the, the these team members in a way that gives them the ability to take control of that part of their business and that part of their lives, that at least they know that's handled and is handled in a way that is cost-effective. Ricardo, th thank you for all that. And I wanna recap a couple of things for our listeners because there was a few things that, that, that I took away and I'm speaking as someone who was a longtime trainer and someone who, who managed a lot of trainers where we had to have the conversation about that floor that you were referring to, that floor where you know, it gets a little scary. Can I follow my passion, but also still you know, potentially have this risk? And that risk is having medical bills, dental bills start to pile up uh, because we don't have uh, proper coverage. Um, so a couple of the things uh, that I heard is that uh, with the, within this partnership, 
we've kind of put together, and, and please correct me if I'm wrong here, uh, we, we've kind of put together a way for, for personal trainers, fitness professionals to kind of raise that floor and, and like you said, mitigate some of that risk so that it's not as scary to follow your passion and you don't have to leave the profession to do something else to, uh, to help you have that coverage. I've known a lot of great trainers where that risk was a little bit too much for them to cope with and they left the industry because it was just a little bit too scary. That floor was a little bit too scary. So it sounds to me as if we've we've put together a solution to help those people out so that they can feel safer to stay in this industry and follow their passion. Well, John, you're talking about something that I'm completely obsessed about, fear. So that's a whole, we could do another podcast. I, I, we have to get permission from the boss, but we could do a whole nother podcast on fear. If you got fear, then there's a whole nother, there's a bunch of other issues that you need to be able to. What I would say is, you know, if you're a young professional and you've gotten married, there are grown up conversations that you have that sometimes you just go, you know, you're talking to your wife or you're talking to your husband and they're saying, listen, we want to start a family. We want to do, how are we going to do this? It's not even a question of I'm worried about success or failure. Just practically, this is what it costs. This is what we make. And that doesn't match. And so the idea around being able to mitigate or gap that and gives people the ability to stay in this business. And we can, we'll talk a little bit about how important the, the business is and how it is becoming increasingly important. But the ability to do that is at least mitigated. Um, the, the challenges against that are mitigated. Um, through these kind of programs. But if we're talking about fear, that is that's a whole nother thing. But if we're there, there may just be it's not a question of I don't believe in myself. There isn't opportunities. It's just that when, you know, my, my wife and I are making a decision to have a family and given where we are right now and the cash that we can't, we cannot do that. And then, so if I have to choose between my absolute love and dedication to the craft that I've dedicated my life to, or my family, that's a quick conversation. That's not about fear. That's about a practical decision that you have to make. And to your point, John, what this does is it adds another error to the quiver. So now you can begin to say, okay, here's another calculation that we can now bring in to help me stay in this business that I love um, and not have to choose between training people, making the world healthier, and, and taking care of my family or, and or myself or whomever. Yeah. And I think we almost have to even take it back because there's people listening to this, fitness professionals who are, regardless of their age, who have never had to have their own insurance. And I love your analogy with the zoo and the wild, because if you work for a company that offers you benefits, you might have pitched in for your benefits, right? A couple hundred bucks a month, $10 a month for dental, right? But just know, guys, it's usually way more than that. Your, your company usually pays half or a little bit more than half of the bill to get you your insurance, just so you know, okay? So nothing's free. They have to pay for you. Um, but there's a lot of people out there, regardless of their age, who have never worked in a job where insurance was even available. There's plenty of people out there, just like car insurance, who don't have it. Um, or maybe you had it with your parents and then your parents, you turned 25 and you aged out of their system, but you never thought about getting your own. So the big difference that I want to kind of point out for our listeners is health insurance is very different than liability insurance, right? Liability insurance covers you if there's an accident. Accidents, we don't know whether they're going to happen. That's why they call them accidents. But health insurance covers you for, like John said, medical, dental, vision, right? What happens if you get sick? COVID, hello, right? You get sick and you need to go see a doctor. 
Medical insurance helps reduce the cost that you have to pay out of your own little pocket to see somebody versus walking in. And then now three months later, you get a bill from the hospital for $4,000 and you're like, how am I supposed to pay this? Right? Maybe it's a copay or maybe it's just a couple hundred dollars that you have to contribute and your medical insurance picks up the rest or your kid falls and busts their teeth out, or you just need to go get new glasses. I wear glasses. You guys can't see me, right? Every year, yep, so does Ricardo. Every year, you might need to go get your prescription updated. Vision insurance can help cover the cost of that for up to X amount of dollars for frames, up to this many dollars for lenses. This is what we're talking about, okay? So this is something that we use all the time. Dental, vision, medical insurance, that's what we're talking about today. Um, So it's something where some companies, some fitness companies can afford to and will offer that to clients or to their uh, trainers, I should say, but not all of them, right? And I think all three of us here, we've worked in many, many places throughout the industry. Some offered insurance, some don't. What you're offering, Ricardo, is something that for the people that don't have adequate coverage or coverage at all, we have some plans for you. That's what we're talking about here, right? I can't say it any better than that. So (laughs) I'm just going to just say facts after everything you said. (laughs) And and but I what I will add to that is and I and and it's a perfect setup is that what health insurance does juxtapose against as you appropriately said liability insurance is that it is also it provides for you the same thing that you provide for individuals if you do preventative care you mitigate long term so I you know I've been in fitness longer than you two have been alive. And what I can tell you is- I don't know, John's older than he looks. (laughs) (laughs) I'm older than I look. (laughs) Uh, But there are decisions that I made back then um, that are continuing to pay benefits for me. I'll be 58 in a few months. Uh, I'm on no medications. Uh, You know, I train regularly, not dissimilarly than what I did- uh, when I was in my 20s and 30s. And because of, you know, having been a trainer and made these decisions, um, it has afforded me a a good life. You know, I don't know how long I'm going to live, but the quality of life that I am living is because of those decisions. The same thing is true around preventative care and having health insurance gives you the ability to get checkups and have some of these things that may be very, uh, and this is kind of my why. You know, my why, and I'll try to tell this story with my mom is actually here. She's she normally is in 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 in, in Indianapolis, and she's actually here um, in the room right now, actually with me. And uh-huh. my my <laughs> grandmother um, apparently just adored me, um, but she passed from cervical cancer when I was four. Um, I my 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 so my mother's mother uh, passed on Mother's Day. Um, my grandmother and my great grandmother both died of complications on my father's side uh, to uh, complications for diabetes. These deaths, all three of them, that had catastrophic effects um, at that time to this day inside of my family were all avoidable. They were all avoidable. And so my why, and there was a time maybe three or four months ago, I couldn't tell that story without weeping because mm-hmm. I'm the strongest person I know, and it still breaks her heart, which then in turn breaks mine. And so what, why it is important for ISSA trainers to have health insurance isn't simply because it mitigates risks and so on and so forth, but also because we don't know what we don't know. 
And the, as they know, the human body is amazing. If you can keep a couple of things out of the way, you can not only live a long life, but you can live a good one. And preventative care, just like training, gives you, affords you the opportunity to do that. If you don't have insurance, going for checkups, going for these kind of things is a much more expensive issue um, initially. But then when you when you have a problem because you never manage that, now it is an issue that is both bankrupting the health care system and families because they were never prepared to manage these things. Mm -hmm. Ricardo, I appreciate that. You're speaking our language about not just living a long life, but but living a good life. That's that's something we can absolutely appreciate. So, you know, let's let's get into it. Our, our listeners are probably anxious now. Let's let's talk about this partnership between ISSA and Allstate and what does this mean for the students? So what are the benefits? And then how does someone know what sort of coverage they need? So what is really it's interesting, it's really exciting. Once you um, graduate, um, you will be provided a uh, some contact information for you and your family. You will then call an Allstate agent that will answer the phone, knowing that they are speaking to a graduate of ISSA and or their family member. And what that then what will happen is it'll be a consultative conversation. It'll be a consultative conversation where some amount of information we'll know. We will know, so the rates that have been set up are targeted toward fit people. So it is a really, it is a, it, you know, so you're talking about being able to get really good uh, coverage for a very affordable price because this population, this aggregated population is predominantly fit. Um, the, the so, so that's one. You, you're kind of walking into an environment that has already been pre-developed pre, um, uh, for you. Then what you're able to do is what will happen with Allstate and the trainer is the exact same thing that the trainer does every day. Tell me about what's going on in your life. Tell me about what your plans are. And then the we'll, we'll not only be able to make recommendations, but this is the thing that I'm most excited about. There are all kinds of grant money, federal loan, they're all of federal uh, uh, cash that's available to mitigate cost. And so why the Allstate uh, relationship is not just because we've been able to aggregate these, these programs, but they can also tell you how to get the very best coverage for the least amount of, of capital, because what Allstate wants is a long-term relationship. And certainly we have the ability um, at Allstate to provide you business insurance. And that's another, we can, I can come on another day to talk about that. But today, the program that is being worked out in partnership with ISSA is really to create a consultative uh, relationship where they can, they can sit down, they can have a conversation and not ask themselves, I'm from the South side of Chicago. I don't trust anybody. So I'm always saying, you know, what is... You know, is you know, then I, you know, we check it 15 different ways and so on and so forth to understand that ISSA has vetted these programs that it's really taken months, probably too long, um, to put together these programs. But that was how much detail and the kind of concern ISSA had for their students and for their graduates, for their alumni, and the ability to provide these kind of services in the manner in which it's being created will give them the give the student the ability to get on the phone 
and take as much time as they need to get educated and then to make a decision, uh, maybe iteratively. Right now, I just need this. You know, I just need this baseline um, services. I may, I'm planning on getting married. I'm planning to have children. I'm planning on adopting children. Whatever the circumstance is, um, maybe I'm planning to have um, a elderly parent come and, and live with me. Can I get them under my insurance? There's so many um, variations. And what I love about this is as many tributaries that come off of the mainstream of this opportunity, all state is prepared to manage and manage in a way that gives them the best program they possibly can for the for the best price possible. Yeah. So basically we're able to customize for what we need and what we what our family needs, which is That's awesome. Right. And um, I will say we you and I have been riffing. I, you know, I, I'm sure John thinks we're we we're we're related or something like that, but the customization generally is a hustle. Customization is a hustle. What customization, when you hear about customization, really what it is, is, is that particularly when, when the two of us, is that how can we get you as close to a program that kind of looks like it's for you, but it isn't. And we have become accustomed to that. So when I'm saying customization, well, the customization that we're talking about is to say, this is who I am. And this is what I need. Provide me a program that fits that. That is the level of customization. And I know the trainers that are listening, that's what they have to do every day in order to keep their customers coming in. And yet we find ourselves again and again and again making these, these uh, particularly if you're African-American, if you're female, if, you're, if, if you are in an underrepresented group, you find yourself trying to figure out, okay, this is what's available to me. How do I get that hustle how, you know, how do I hustle to figure out how to make that fit for me? That is not what is going on here. And I'm super proud about that. I think it's really important to say. And when you talk about an organization that is designed to provide services for underrepresented groups, every trainer that comes through the ISSA uh, um, door, graduate doors, they are an underrepresented group. Why? Because they're not in the zoo. They are in the jungle. And so being able to provide that kind of services for those groups um, is something I'm, it, obviously, I'm super passionate about. I'm tremendously proud of Allstate for doing. Absolutely. So students are interested in learning not only about, I know that we have a partner website, so we'll drop the website for that in the description for the episode. But where can students go to learn about the different programs that we have set up with ISSA and about Allstate in general? It's always nice to know about the company that you're you're getting in bed, essentially in bed with. Um, so how, where can they I, learn about I that? want to tell the trainers that um, their association, ISSA, annoyed the living daylights out of me for the kind of detail we've had to go through to put together marketing. So short of me coming to your house and knocking on the door, there is all kinds of, of um, drops that are going to be coming that have all kinds of information on it. So <laughs> believe me when I tell you, there, there will be no shortage of information. And it has been, you know, where the logo is and all these other things. So yeah, there, there's a lot of um, support information that's going to be coming on. This is our our first, um, you know, four way out, you know, having a conversation about it. But there's been a great deal of marketing, maybe months of uh, a marketing work where we will be sending information out to their emails and to so on and so forth. So they're aware of how to, how to access the program. Perfect. And we do have students or people that are listening to our podcast that are not students for ISSA. Right. But for anybody who's interested, I'll just say the website out loud. It is ISSA 
www.allstatehealth.com. So definitely check that out. Really good website. Actually, I explored it a little bit this morning, uh, but it gives you just kind of a glimpse into the plans. You can actually see some sample plans and play around with how many people in your family, your income level, all that kind of stuff to see what's out there, but then definitely reach out to an advisor uh, and they can really ask you those questions to make sure that the coverage that you're getting makes sense and is appropriate for you and your family. So I love that. Yeah, the alumni was actually the deal clincher for us. How active the ISA, ISSA alumni is um, on a monthly basis was really one of the reasons why we were willing to do the things that we're doing. Um, so you're absolutely right. It is uh, super important. And we have put together programs targeting alumni, not just students. Perfect. I love that. Well, thank you so much for being here with us. This is awesome and an amazing opportunity for people that are out there in the jungle, not in the zoo, uh, and they need that extra coverage. I love this. John, any last words for our listeners today? Of course. So if any of you out there are interested in being proactive about protecting your health, which I imagine you are, and you're interested in being proactive about protecting your bank account, which I hope you are, then this may be one of the most important podcasts that we've done. Uh, because again, like I said, a lot of great people have left this industry because of fear, fear of uh, what might happen and whether or not they have the, the right protection. So uh, again, uh, if you're interested in protecting your health and protecting your bank account, please do check out this partnership between ISSA and Allstate. Absolutely. I would agree with that. I second everything you said. But also, guys, this is part of adulting, right? To those of you guys out there who are under your parents' plan or have never really thought about it or you've gone without insurance, hello, been there, guilty, right? Where there's a stretch of years where I didn't even think about it. And then I was like, ooh, maybe I should go get my teeth looked at, right? But you can't afford it. It's too expensive. So for those of you guys out there who have never really thought about this, we hate to put one more thing on your plate, but they make it so easy. It's not something on your plate. It's a one thing like get it done figure out what you need, and then it's there for you, right? Put those little cards in your wallet and you're good to go. And you can have that peace of mind knowing that you're covered in case something happens or you need to go see a medical professional. So it's it's all there for you guys. Can I just do a little inside baseball with our uh, fellow trainers? Do you mind? It'll take just a couple of minutes. Sure. Um, in my day job, I work with major insurers and hospital systems. That's really what Muse does. Um, there is a, uh, a program uh, that is now becoming the norm inside of healthcare called value-based care. I strongly recommend trainers to become more aware of value-based care because at its full realization, which I think will become the law of the land, essentially what it means is if health professionals do a surgery or they do some treatment and it doesn't take, the insurance company is going to say, well, you, you and the, 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 the um, patient have to figure that out. We've paid the first time. It was supposed to work. If it didn't, it's on you. The role that a trainer is now going to play to prepare people to be more physically capable of re responding to value-based care is going to be enormous. And so for years, I, I you know, having worked in fitness, you know, I I know that sedentary populations have always been, always been 92% of the population. It didn't matter. I was there before the internet. The internet was going to change fitness. Nope, it didn't. Um, then smartphones were going to change fitness. Nope, it didn't. AI was going to change fitness. No, nope, it didn't. Stage of readiness 
getting people mentally prepared to say, this is what I have to do. That's the only thing that's going to change it. And now that that healthcare is saying, if you don't come to us in better shape, you're on your own. When you when now and listen, I'm not saying it's going to be now 50, 50 percent, but I think we're going to now begin to see a, a, a double digit growth where more people are going to begin to take more active roles in their fitness because they have to do that in order to stay healthy. So I just wanted to just do a little commercial for trainers out there. Um, I think help is coming. Um, and, and I think it is important stay the course. Um, and I'm just, I'm just delighted to be here with you too. Thank you both for your time. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Ricardo, this has been a good conversation. So again, guys, lots to learn, lots to listen to Go check out the website. Um, and let us know what you think as well. Let us know if you're taking advantage of these plans, but go out there into the world as always do all the things and make good choices. We'll be talking to you soon. Yay!